Hello, and welcome back to the Big Fan Podcast. This is your host, Nikki, and I'm finding that I'm doing an awful job at being a host, uh, primarily because I don't introduce who I'm interviewing, and I sincerely apologize. I I incorrectly assume that everybody knows who these people are in my life, and that's wrong. So um, I'm Nikki. And on this episode, I'm interviewing my best friend, Lizzie, once again. She and I recorded an episode about her planning her wedding and graduating during COVID. And we kind of foreshadowed, we alluded to this episode where we're going to talk about makeup because Lizzie's a big fan of makeup and that's something that I want to be a big fan of. So please enjoy this episode. Um, I hope you like it a lot. Again, if there's anything that you all are a big fan of and you want to sit down and chat about it, I'm so here for it. So um, yeah, enjoy. Okay, we are back together with... You're kind of like a recurring guest I'm now. the first recurring guest, you right? You are. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Thank you. I feel like there's more to come. You should be I think so after our conversation. Yeah, we two have minutes a couple. <laughs> we have some things planned. Um, but like we talked about last week, if you listen to the whole thing, awesome job. Wow. Amazing getting through that. <laughs> but we said that we would talk about makeup. Yes. Because yes. that is what I'm curious about, and it's what you are passionate about. Yes. So, how about you start by just talking a little bit about your makeup journey? For sure. Okay. For sure. Um, so, when you sent me this question, I was like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I feel like I know by what I've been viewing, so it's going to be interesting to hear what yeah. actually happened. So it's funny because it's never something I actually thought I'd like. Me either. For like, you. For yeah. Yes. Like I was straight up the tomboyest you tomboy. And you were. I think I learned that it's okay to be a tomboy and still enjoy doing makeup. Mm-hmm. Um and so I did. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like remember I had makeup like the basic like yeah I don't know did you what. wear makeup in high school I don't remember. I don't know I think not definitely not during the only time probably would have been the winter because in the fall we had tennis and in the yeah. spring I played softball I don't think I did either I think I wore yeah. maybe mascara Mas- yeah maybe liner you wore liner. I wore liner, but it probably would have only been in the fall because I would have yeah. just, or in the winter, because I would have just sweated off during tennis. Yeah. And sweated off during softball. So I <laughs> don't remember. That's so weird. Yeah. It was very minimal. But it also, I feel like our high school and the time when we were in high school, it wasn't always preferred to wear makeup like it, yeah you, would, you wouldn't stand out if you weren't making wearing makeup yeah it was very normal yeah absolutely we and especially with like the group we hung out with we were all just super low-key we were so chill and uh, because honestly when you're in a small town high school there aren't many people to impress yeah and it's like when I when I when you were in my kindergarten class mm-hmm. you're not gonna care if I don't wear makeup when I'm in high school right like I've seen these people for decades for yes yeah yeah sorry proceed so, thanks, I will. <laughs> um, but I remember 
freshman and sophomore year of college also didn't really wear makeup because I was in a 10 by 10 room with one other person sometimes two other people depending on life circumstance like I'm sorry I have so many questions yeah did you feel pressured in college to start wearing makeup because you were on you were exposed to more people than our circle Ooh, interesting question um I don't think so okay no I think first of all I went to a college that was very similar to Cambridge and I was like I am um, not impressed by any of you so <laughs> you don't get to be impressed you by don't me get the best of me <laughs> Um, and even, like, people in, because in, within social work, like, our cohort cohort was so small. Yeah. I graduated with 20 other people within the, within the social work degree. And we were a family, mostly female, and even the one or two males that I did graduate with, like, Didn't care. they were my friends. Yeah. So, yeah. But junior year of college... I remember being at my dorm alone, my apartment alone for spring break, and was perusing Kylie Jenner's website, her makeup website. Okay. And, like, I love the Kardashians. I've loved them for a while. Yeah. And I was like, let me just see what the fuss is what about. What the fuss is about. And I ordered two lipsticks of hers and I never wore them but I was like because the colors just intimidated me so much yeah. but I thought oh my like they're really pretty so I'm yeah. gonna buy them um so like junior year I dabbled a little bit more didn't know what I was doing um and just was like figuring it out by myself yeah and then senior year of college I moved in with a friend who also loves the Kardashians and um loves dabbling and playing around with makeup and learning about it mm-hmm. so we would spend we had a bathroom that like it had it had two two sinks in it so we could both have our own space and we would just stand in front of the mirror do our own makeup um with no intention of going anywhere like we would just do our makeup and learn from each other and be like okay like you should do like blend it a little more here or like use this like so supportive yeah it was it was very supportive yeah um and we both bought a lot more makeup then a lot from kylie a lot just like looking at different brands learning like oh this brand actually isn't that good or Mm -hmm. this brand is oh we should get into that later. yes we've my answers that i have typed out are all about this okay um and learning we just we learned so much from each other's mistakes um and we also learned just a lot of like wow we actually have very different um preferences or even like skin textures needs skin needs yes and um so that really kicked things off and then once I graduated and I didn't have my makeup friend, I yeah. we texted, we just sent, it was countless Snapchats, and I started watching YouTube videos, but not with the intention of, like, I'm going to learn techniques, more just, like, I'm going to see what they do, mm-hmm. and just, like, a very general thing. So I wouldn't watch tutorials, I would watch, like, fun 
videos of people doing makeup. So, like, my favorite person to follow is Nikki Tutorials. Mm. And she just talks about all these different things in her videos while doing makeup. I like those, too. And so I would listen to what she's saying and have fun with that. But I would also just, like, okay, here's where she's holding her brush. Mm. And here's how she's moving it using this product or whatever so I learned from that and Hannah and I this friend I've been talking about just we would send videos back and forth to each other um a lot during quarantine Mm -hmm. and um much less so now because it's summer and she's working again and I'm just outside a lot more but yeah it was very much like okay, here's the product I'm using. Okay, here's how it's reacting on my face right now. And just, we just, we learned, I think I learned more from communicating with Hannah and learning with Hannah than I did watching videos. Hmm. Um, and now I'm, it's fun being confident in what I'm doing and knowing like, ooh, avoid this or mm-hmm. try this or whatever. I it's, I feel much more confident in my, makeup now and I feel I don't want to say makeup boosts my confidence but I'm confident wearing bolder makeup choices if if that makes sense that does make sense like I look great all natural but I also look great wearing makeup you do so there we go I think how I fit into this your whole story and we were kind of not separated but we were so we were distance, long distance mm-hmm. friends. Yes. For all that college time. Yes. And I knew you in middle school as someone who would not wear skirts. Mm-hmm. And then I knew you in high school a little more welcoming. Mm-hmm. I think you and I were at the same level in high school. Absolutely. Yeah. We could wear dresses just fine. Right. We could wear mascara just fine. Mm-hmm. But we also didn't do it for each other. Right. And it was, I think there was also this intimidation for me. Mm -hmm. There was an intimidation factor of, like, there's so much to choose from. Yes. And I don't want to look like a fool. Yes. And now I'm okay looking like a fool because I've done it enough. And I also just know more. But I think I look like a fool a lot of times. But (laughs) what I remember so specifically is is after not speaking to you for a long time, and I don't know if it was, like, when I was in Korea or something weird. Right. We hadn't interacted in person in a while. And then... I saw you and you were making, you were wearing a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I've seen you wear a lot of makeup, one. Mm-hmm. And it was probably junior or senior year, because I feel like that's almost when we, like, were okay being friends we again. We again. Yeah, not that we weren't, but we we focused on college friends. Yeah. For a while. And then, since that point, it's been pretty... Yeah. Even kill like you've been the same since you've been wearing a lot of makeup on the occasions, but mm-hmm. I, I mean I don't think you're wearing makeup now. No, so we have that relationship. But I remember being surprised the first yeah. time. There were a lot of people who were surprised, like close yeah. people who, when I went out and I took the time to put makeup on, were surprised by that. And and I think it's because we knew you before, right? Like, I was wearing basketball shorts and t-shirts for, like, the longest yeah. time. And then, like... But I also love that you can t-shirts. have both. Right. And that's okay. The social worker in me is, like... Doesn't matter what yeah. you wear. Like, Who cares? societal norms are ridiculous. 
amen to that. And I feel like the biggest... I mean, I don't know exactly where I am with makeup. Mm-hmm. And so I've admired that you know where you are with makeup. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I don't think it's a deep thing. <laughs> but I, that's just where I'm... Because I have never worn a ton of makeup. Mm-hmm. And I think I would put myself into your junior year of college when you were like... You know, fiddling around right. with things and, like, yeah. open to it when you want to look nice. But yeah. Then, and so that's why I feel like I just have so many questions because there's so many things out there. Yes. Whereas you have been doing the work yes. for a while. Yes. I am here to help you not waste money. Thank you. And look good. Look good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So should we get into the questions? We should. This week I sent Lizzie, like, 10 to... 15 questions about like the most random (laughs) but I'm all for it so how about we start with one that's kind of widespread yeah will you just give me the number so I can also (laughs) let's do number let's do number 10 number 10 yeah okay go to brand I said either your all over favorite or Mm -hmm. if you have certain for different things yeah yeah so my favorite, so I have three favorites. Um, a huge part of makeup is how you take care of your skin. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that took me, I'm not kidding you, I probably finally put in the effort in that in like the last six months. Like it's a very, skincare is a very new thing for me. That's a whole other podcast for me. <sighs> yeah, it, so for prior to like six months ago, I like, wash my face when I was in the shower with my Neutrogena product. Girl, that's what I do right now. My one product. No. No. That's me. No, and no hate whatsoever. Yeah, I'm here to learn. Um, and then, and it, feel free to make fun of me, it's fine, because Kylie Jenner dropped her skincare stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm a sucker for anything Kardashian and Jenner. (laughs) So I bought, um, like two things, I think. I had a gift card for Ulta that I got for Christmas, and so I used that, and I felt like I wasn't justified. wasting. Yeah, I felt yeah. justified in my decision. And for my skincare, Kylie Skin products, hands down, transformed my I need skin. Need to get my notepad. Yes, get here. <laughs> I actually, Nikki, you're going to love this because I had to stock up and they sent me travel size samples. <gasps> so I have three different products for you <gasps> oh my to gosh. try and I'm so excited for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, and I was Thank hoping you. I had to order, of course, like nothing runs out at the same time. So I had to, like two weeks later, had to order something else. And it was suppo- it came today, but it came at probably like an hour ago when oh, I was here. No, next time. Next time I'll bring it, and it might be the same three things. I don't know. I had no clue that Kylie Jenner had skincare. Yeah. So here's why for skincare, Kylie is my favorite. Okay. A little goes a long freaking way. Oh. So you pay. It is it is pricey, but oh. I bought. Um, the three, the three most important pieces in my routine I bought in January and have used minimal, probably four times a week, and I'm still, I haven't replenished them yet. 
Okay, that's good. Really good. Like, so, what kind of... So, I have a face wash. Okay. A face scrub. Like, a, more of an exfoliant. Mm-hmm. And then a liquid toner, which just replenishes everything you just did to it. Okay, explain that. Like... Like, in conditioner, put some... Moisture back into what you just stripped. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And those three things, I just had to buy the face scrub. It's actually supposed to be coming today. So I had bought the face scrub last week for the first time yeah. since January. The face wash and the toner, I have not had to buy yet. Oh, I have so many questions. But you're doing great, and I, want, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, so they, those three from her products are my, like, those are the three I would buy. And I have maybe two of those or one of them in the sample ones. Okay. So you'll be able to see. Do they smell nice? Yeah, so they're very, they're so gentle on your skin. They are so gentle. Um, and you see, <laughs> wow, I'm not trying to, like, sell it. I am literally just saying, like, why I love it. We're not sponsored, right? No, we are not sponsored <laughs> by Kylie Jenner at all. Um, I would be ecstatic. I know, what an honor. (laughs) Um, But it's so gentle on your skin. And, like, I saw, like, there's this little guy right there yesterday. There's nothing on your face. Right, and yesterday there was. Like, it was red, and I had played with it and been like, oh, I'm just going to pop it, it's fine. And, And then I didn't, and... Oh my gosh, I cannot rave about it enough. My friend Hannah, very sensitive skin. Yeah. She has maybe two of her products. And she's like, it works wonders. She likes it too. Yeah. Yep. Do you use all three of these twice a day, morning Just and night? Once. Nighttime? Yep, nighttime. I'm a nighttime person for my Me too. face wash. Do you use, do you do it in the shower? Nope. I don't. I spend, and that was a habit that took me a while, but because of how much, um, like, I cared about how much I had spent on it, I was like, I'd want to... Do it right. Do it right, and I don't want to, like, be in the shower, put some in my hand, and then have it washed away because I'm not paying attention to where I'm standing. That makes sense. Um, and... So it takes me maybe, because I use more than that, um, but those three are my, like, if I had to choose three products, skincare products, those three would be it. I'm so excited. And I have them all with me, so I'll show you all Thank of them you. afterwards. Awesome. I except for what I didn't get today yet. That's okay. Um, so for skincare, that's my go-to, and skincare is the epitome of but why? good makeup. Because if you don't have a good base, the makeup's not going to look good. As someone who washes their face at night in the shower, (laughs) how do you know when you have good skin? Because I don't think I have awful skin. I didn't think so either. Oh, no. Right. So, like, that's the thing. You'll just notice a difference. Like, I was, like, prior to using her products, I was like, yeah, I have fine skin. In the winter, it gets dry, yeah, but yeah. everyone in Minnesota has dry skin in the winter. Yes. And and that was, like, I was good with that. Mm-hmm. And now it is so soft, like, 
oh, and it's so much clearer. Like, I didn't think I could have... I have skin jealousy. So maybe I'll look into this. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Love that. So Kylie Jenner specifically has been skincare. For skincare. For skincare. Yep. Okay. Another product that you love. So as makeup in general, so now I guess we're like going to the actual gist of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Morphe and Juvia's Place. I have never heard of the last one. So Morphe, so Morphe has like spot, not spot, like yeah, part, Morphe partners. by James Charles. Yes, yeah. but Morphe also just has Morphe products. Yeah, and that's what I like. Really? Yes. Okay, tell me why. Um, good quality for a very reasonable price. Love that. Yes. Where do you buy Morphe? Um, I do everything online because I hate them all. Like, well, right I, now, I guess it makes sense to not go to the mall. Yeah, don't go to the mall right now. Anyone, don't go for a while. Um, but everything is online for me. Um, but they have Morphe stores, like, at Mall of America. America. They might have it at Rosedale, but I don't know. I don't, I don't go to the mall. And Rosedale's changed so much, so I guess I... It has, though. Yeah. And it's still changing. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Yeah, I guess we, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know now. Um, I've heard of Morphe because I watch YouTubers who who use their products and collaborate. Yes, and whatever. And I just I thought that Morphe was the store or the sponsor, to be honest. Yeah, so they have their own brand of makeup, and it's and brushes and other products, mm-hmm. and it's very reasonably priced. For good good quality. Because, like, one of my questions was, how do we not invest in something that's awful? Right. And so you just saved me from investing in, like, some random place. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, what's the third one? Because I missed it. Juvia's Place. J-U-V-I-A-S. Place. Huh. Um, This is um, a black-owned company. Which, like, right... We love to support. We love to support that. Um, and I've been using their products for a year. I'm just spitballing that. Okay. Um, my friend Hannah introduced me to them. I'm not going to write Come that. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, very great... Pro- like, very pigmented, beautiful colors for a very great price. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mostly eyeshadow and foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the fun stuff that you use. Whereas Morphe has more, like, of the necessities. Basics. Yeah. Um, so Juvia's Place is great. They have really great sales as well. Oh, cool. Um, and I, I brought some of their products. Okay. Too. <laughs> so you'll see Perfect. almost everything that I'm going to talk about. Um, but those are my three. Those are That my was th- very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You're I feel, welcome. I feel good about that. <laughs> Anything else to add, you can always hop on. And... My computer just went to sleep, so okay. I have to relog. Perfect, and I'm just gonna see what Hannah said for that one. Um. Oh yeah, Juvia's place in Morphe. Oh, she's she's at the same. She thing. said the same exact thing. 
Wow. And she literally said, Juvia's Place and Morphe are my absolute favorites. I always recommend them. And that's all she said. Wow. Okay, that's a big endorsement. Yeah. Also, nothing is sponsored. Nothing is sponsored. And also, Hannah is not a part of this, but we wish she was here to right. give us hers in person. Right. But she's living it up in Wisconsin. So Good for her. Okay, so I guess this kind of is what I said before, and we can, you maybe talked about it a little bit, but how do you avoid the guest buying Ooh. on new projects? Oh, that is number four. Perfect. Um, so when I read this question, I was assuming you were talking, when I first read it, I was assuming you were talking more about foundation and like not bu- buying foundation that doesn't match. Yeah. Um, but that's a great question because I did a lot of it. Yeah, it, I we, feel like it's one of those questions where like you have to learn from the people who sacrificed yeah yep um so before you buy anything read reviews yes for makeup um you'll hear i i struggle with people like the reviews that say oh my skin reacted funny cool like yeah my my skin is different we're so different so that's I, I I look more for like was the color really pigmented did it dry out your skin like that dry out your skin like that is very different than like my skin became really red yeah um is it pigmented to dry out your skin or um especially with like powder products especially eyeshadow was there a lot of fallout, meaning like you picked it up on your brush and then all of a sudden there's powder in the pan. There's powder on your face, not where you wanted it. That's a sign of bad? It's just a sign of like... Cheap. Not, just like it could be better quality. Got it. I guess I'll just say that. Um, And sometimes that even varies from like pan, like palette to palette from the same Mm -hmm. company. So like I have... Kylie eyeshadow palettes and one I'm like this is my holy grail I love it and mm-hmm. then there's others where I'm like Ooh, mm. don't like this one so it's hit or miss with that but really just like look at reviews yeah as for foundation um this kind of answers both questions love it that because you have one about how like our skin changes so much yeah, so, summer to winter. Yeah. So I have a few different things about this. I'm going to find it. I always struggle with foundation because, one, I feel like how necessary is it, which is also a question of mine. Mm-hmm. But, two, I usually, even within, like, days, I can change so quickly. Change so quickly. Yeah. So this is why I love Juvia's Place for foundation. Because they have an incredible range of shades. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can go on their website and take, like, a a shade finder quiz. And they'll give you the best three options. Wow. And it has to do with your undertones of your skin, which is not helpful for me. Like, I can't. I don't even know what that means. It, like, so if you have, like, a red undertone, you're, or neutral, or, uh, so, like, are you olive skin toned, or are you, 
I don't know. I have to, I can't help you. I will have to look online. That's okay. They have it on their website. I'll show you it. Sure. But with Juvia's Place, so I took that quiz and actually got a shade in the winter that matched almost perfectly. And it was great. Wow. Um, And then when we started hitting spring and I got just a little sun, I had a powder that was just a little bit darker and I would just put that on as well Mm -hmm. very lightly just to match my color a little bit more Mm -hmm. um but then they had a sale and for their shade sticks and I splurged and bought mm, like four or five but it would they were only eight dollars a piece so it really (gasps) wasn't that much that's so nice yeah so I waited until they had a sale and I did that or it was like buy one get one free and I did it two or three times or something yeah and so now I have a range you have an inventory I have an inventory and it's great and um that's why I would rec for someone whose skin tone changes sometimes daily. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend Juvia's Place. You can buy their sets, like they have, they call them kingdoms of just like where your um, shade is. So they have fair and they have light and they have medium and then tan and then dark and very dark. And so you can buy like all of the light kingdom you can buy all the tan kingdom and then you can just interesting go through that um my winter shade is maybe like it's at the end of like one kingdom and then my summer shade is like half and half like I'm split between mm-hmm. two of the you, you shift kingdoms I shift kingdoms absolutely so I, I might not go that far Right. From a kingdom. Yeah. So I I also found out when it was on sale that it was cheaper just to buy like three, buy one, get one free instead of buying an entire kingdom. Mm. So. <laughs> I feel like I need to join like their newsletter or something to get alerts. Uh, Instagram. Follow them on Instagram. Oh, I'll do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Link, link down below. Yeah. <laughs> link to your We'll see. We'll <laughs> I should do that. I should include some links. Yeah. So. Random. Yeah. Okay. So they have a shade finder quiz. That was very important. Yep. So do you, do you recommend, because I've always gone into like the drugstore and tried mm-hmm. to just match in the aisle. Yeah. Do you think that that's not a good practice? I, I mean, it's, I struggle because I did the same thing and yeah. I struggled with it. Like I wasn't good at it and I was always by myself. Yeah. And then three weeks later I'd have a different shade skin. Right. Shade of skin. So it's better to have almost a. For, for. Selection. Yeah. For me it's better. For a long time, like when I didn't care about makeup a ton, I just had one, one shade and I had like a contour palette and it had really light contour shades and I just like threw that on my face Mm -hmm. to match my skin tone and it didn't look good. Mm -hmm. So I guess like there are like ways to get around that, but then it doesn't look as natural Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah. Let me see what Hannah says about the drugstore thing. Because you asked sure, about yeah. that specifically. Um, While you do that, let me but, tell you what... I'll tell the listeners yeah. my skin type. Okay. Because I am... I am of Baptist... Nope. Baptist. Yeah, I mean, we grew up in a Baptist I am of Swedish descent. My mom is Czechoslovakian, mm-hmm. but she she didn't give me much in that department. Yeah. So I am very, very fair. And in the summer, I tan pretty well for me, mm-hmm. but it leaves me just at like a nice crisp kind of look. Not like yeah. brown. It's just right. like a crisp white. And Lizzie is you're German I am German and you you can go you can tell you about yourself uh yeah I am just as Norwegian it or not what's Scandinavian Scandinavian thank you Baptist Baptist why did I say that (laughs) I am as far as like my ancestry goes I am as you're like straight up Europe straight up Europe as they get and for some reason, I in the summer I am a beautiful brown. You get very color, very very tan. Yeah. But in in the winter, do you think you and I are pretty similar? Or do you think you maintain kind of a no? Light my brown? tan by November, October is gone. Is gone. So you, Lizzie, has very. Her summer and her winter are different in my eyes. Very different. Whereas yeah. me, my summer and winter is different, but not as extreme. Yeah, I would. So 100% use that like as that. basis when we talk about our skin. Yeah. Foundation. Um. Hannah, so she's talking about like stores versus online. Online. So she normally does her online shopping, but she will get some products at. Target and or Ulta. Ulta's like, as far as products go, it's like Target, Ulta, and then Sephora's up here, and they're just pricey. Yeah, Sephora's pricey. Yeah. And I feel judged when I walk in there. Yeah, I don't go that's in just there. Me. I'm all about Ulta and Target. Cool. So that's the that's where me. would we buy? Okay. Drugstore. You never yeah. do Walgreens or anything like that? Mm mm. But you know. They might have, I mean, I had never thought of that. They might have, I don't even know what products they would sell, like brands, I, I should say. I don't know, but I do know that they have a wide selection. Okay. But I wouldn't, like, I don't f- take that for Yeah, much. and I think I just do my shopping at Target. Me too. So I just, they do everything's well. here for me, so yeah. I'll just go there. I love Target. I do too. That's <laughs> its own thing. So I'm going to Soten. I know. Is there anything else you want to say about that? Or should we find a... Let's find another question. I think that... Sums it up? Sums it up. Um, I'll throw a curveball in and okay. switch the subject a little bit. Because I was going to ask about it earlier. And it ties into the drugstore thing. Okay. So question number... Nine. The sty question. Yeah. Because I buy my products from Target, mm-hmm. I know at Target what products are hypoallergenic. Yep. Um, and so that's 
primarily where I buy from. I yeah. have a very, very long history of getting styes in my eye. Yes. From, I've always thought it was from not removing my makeup very well, my mm-hmm. eye makeup. Like, if I sleep in mascara, it can pop up. Yeah, don't do that. I know, that's bad. I realize that now. I had a bad experience in college with this style. <laughs> but then I also, I primarily buy hypoallergenic mascara. But I don't love it because it's not as bold as I yeah. want. Like, I feel like the color is sacrificed because it's hypoallergenic. And that might be a total, like, just my thoughts about it. Right. But I was wondering if you have any recommendations for, like, oil-free eye makeup, hypoallergenic mascara, mm-hmm. or brands that are pretty clean. Yeah. So I actually did research with this one. Yay. Because Thanks. I also, so I really try and focus on cruelty-free makeup is 99% of the time an absolute must for me. Yeah. Um, vegan, I, I try and shoot for, but it's not... As easy? As easy. So there are products um, that will use, like, beeswax in them. So it's technically not vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, and this is coming from someone who does not have, like, I, I'm not vegan. Yeah. Um, Me either. So... For in my eyes, I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. Like, right. So, I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um. So some I learned that some makeup brands do say they're vegan, but then will have beeswax in them. Or I found two other like they're oils from like sheep's wool or something like wow that. So right. to each their own. Yeah. In, in for me, I'm like, that's not hurting animals if they're sure, like shaving right. the sheep's wool or whatever. That's it's something like that. So if a, if a brand is vegan, then they are essentially oil free. For the I, I, unless they have oil from beeswax or right whatever. Okay. So I'll read you because I have a couple. Yeah, listen. Some up. stuff. So I didn't. Um, I can't tell you where I got this from because I forgot. I know one of them is from Allure.com. Oh, cool. That's all I remember. Um, So a cosmetic chemist, founder and CEO of SkinX.com, Nikita Wilson, um, acquiesces telling Allure ah, the term hypoallergenic is Uh actually a marketing term (gasps) created to make consumers think that the product will trigger few allergic fewer allergic reactions in other products. What? Um essentially hyperallergenic means very little. <gasps> and she wouldn't actually make any the Nikita Wilson wouldn't actually make any recommendations based on that claim alone. Um so this woman is like makes cosmetics and she's like it's a marketing term, marketing term. Um What's, and then this is continuing from the article. What's arguably, arguably even more alarming is that there's actually no official way of regulating what gets deemed hypoallergenic and what doesn't. Um, Albate, the FDA's attempt to set up guidelines for the term in the 1970s, cosmetic companies ultimately end up fighting them in court and winning. 
Subsequently, to this day, there aren't any standards or tests required to use this claim on a product label. You came with the tea. I did. I was shocked by this. Did you have the previous understanding that hypoallergenic was a thing? Yes. Okay, so we're in the same boat. Yeah. A surprising number of eye area yeah. product. Oh, this is um, actually from a different article. It's okay. So I'm just going to jump right in. I don't think it's about hypoallergenic product, but we'll see. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, this is just about like safe products. Uh-huh. So a surprising number of surprising number of eye area products including like mascaras and eyeshadows and eyeliners contain potentially sensitizing ingredients such as fragrance uh-huh. or hidden fragrance ingredients these would be ethylene bracelite haven't heard of that um or and or denatured or sd alcohol these greatly increase the potential for eyes to react how in the heck am I supposed to look for? You just gotta read the ingredient labels. Okay, so denatured so, slash slash SD alcohol. SD alcohol. Um, I have been wasting my money on these hypoallergen. When I could have been wearing awesome mascaras, just like cruelty free and vegan. Yeah. Yeah. So all that being said, and just and and learned. Here's what I was going to say before I did the research. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, like I said, like I usually go for cruelty-free as much as I can. Um, and vegan also as much as I can, but I don't put as much emphasis in it. Mm-hmm. With that said, the brands that I use that fall within those standards are Morphe yeah. is cruelty free and vegan except for the beeswax stuff juvia's place mm-hmm. um both cruelty free and vegan kylie ofra o-f-r-a i've never heard of that there i like them milani m-i-l-a-n-i which you can buy at target Milani sounds familiar. You can buy it at Target, so you might have seen Maybe. it. Are, do they have a big, like, represent, like, celebrity endorser? I have no idea. Weird. Oh, no funny. idea. Um, ba, ba, ba. Yeah, those are my, those are my go-to brands for most of the products I use. Um, and from just, like, what I already knew, but also what I learned my guess is because they're cruelty free and vegan um and pretty clean um as far as i know will have the least amount of reactions interesting yeah so you don't really shop covergirl mm-hmm. or like neutrogena so i learned that i'm pretty sure covergirl is not cruelty free like, I got rid of all of my products that um, tested on animals. It's almost like fast fashion, like fast beauty. Yes. You know, like how I would, it's so much easier and cheaper to buy in, like, a Walgreens than it is to, for me to go online to Ulta and or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's almost like we are prioritizing 
convenience yes. over anything. Yes. Um, also, Ixnay on what I just said, CoverGirl is cruelty-free. Oh, What yay. were I thinking? It's okay. I'm sorry, CoverGirl. Yeah. We didn't mean to throw you no. under the bus. I can't remember. But what makes me so mad is that I had thought, and I think I've bought Neutrogena mascara for years because they have been like, everything that they make is hypoallergenic. Mm-hmm. That's what they advertise. And like, online forums say the same thing. Yeah. What their mascara is not my favorite. It doesn't do much to me. I will tell you NYX, N-Y-X which you can get at Target yeah. and like on their website or whatever. Hannah and I both love their Worth the Hype mascara. I've heard of that before. We love it. Is it worth the hype? It is worth the hype. Absolutely it is. When you buy mascara, do you pay attention to, like, certain adjectives or the color? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, volumizing mascara, lifting oh. mascara, lengthening mascara. No. Very black. Black, black. Black is black. <laughs> do you pay attention? I like black. I like black. I like black. Um, as for the adjectives, no. You just buy... I... What you find? Buy what I find and um i'm more picky about what the brushes look like mm-hmm. rather than what's your favorite shape i like of brush? i like the thicker brushes rather than the thin ones some of them like curve a little bit you I just, like the like christmas tree yeah thickness. yeah hmm, interesting yeah that's just a preference thing i don't know how much of a difference it actually makes but well i feel like the ones that are curved they make you feel like you're doing something special like volumizing yeah and i don't know if that's true but i don't use them enough to say that with confidence i feel the same okay okay so this might not be one of the questions i'm not sure okay how do you know when it's time to throw out old mascara and products do you throw them out so the mascara you'll be able to tell because like it won't be as pigmented it won't be as pigmented it won't get on your eye very well i i think i can it'll i be, think i'm at the level where i can tell that yeah it'll be very chunky okay probably or dry which mm-hmm. then would therefore probably clump like you're working bit. harder to get what yeah. you usually got whereas that. as soon as you buy it you can just yeah and okay. it gets on got that um other products wow like eyeshadows Hannah and I actually recently talked about this because we were like, there is no way someone would use an entire pan of mat- or of eyeshadows in the 12 months that you, with like the 12 month date. So all the makeup will have a little um, expiration, expiration date, date. Uh, not a date, but a Best timeline. Oh, okay. So it'll say 12M or 6M. I think mascara is six months. A lot of eyeshadows are 12 months. Wow. Um, and realistically, like, the only thing that I have not been able to get through completely are eyeshadows. Yeah. So I haven't thrown them out. I haven't noticed a difference in them. So I'm sure there's probably some health stuff behind that. But they're, they're still pigmented. Mm-hmm. Nothing's growing on them. I'm going to say they're fine. Okay. Um, as for my other products, I 
usually go through them fast enough where I don't need to get rid of them. Wow. I would say like powdery products. I don't I don't finish in time, but I haven't noticed anything. Mm-hmm. Liquid products I normally go through fast enough or you'll see like oh this is really dry or crusty or mm-hmm. not what it should be okay so okay cool yeah um do you have anything else to say about that or no i do because that was aggressive i don't no i do not okay let's do your question okay um what this is something maybe you can talk about quickly, but yeah, one product that you recommend investing in would that be the worth the hype mascara? One product worth, I think that depends on your favorite thing to accentuate. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, worth the hype mascara, like if you just want a simple look, mm-hmm. it yes, the mascara. Um, that being said, I also, I think because my skin is so healthy now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to invest in my skincare products Mm. to keep up this just natural look. Yeah. So that when I just, if I just wear mascara or I just wear like a lip color. It'll still be fine. It'll still be fine. Okay. Did Hannah have one? What question was that? Four? Five. Five. Hannah says, I was really quickly going to say primer, but mine is $4. So <laughs> I think my most expensive products are my eyeshadows. I used to re- I used to really be in camp, you pay what you get. Yeah. But a lot of my Holy Grail products aren't very expensive, and there are a lot of cheaper options that are still amazing. So, for Hannah, and this is because her skin is, from just based on what I know about Hannah and what she's saying right here, because her skin is so sensitive, her primer is her holy grail in some Mm -hmm. sense because it just helps her skin so much Mm -hmm. and helps the makeup stay on her skin. Mm -hmm. Um, So, she got a jelly primer from e.l.f., which is a Target brand. And I use the same one as well. Or not, I use the same brand, not the same primer. Um, And that has really helped Hannah's skin hold makeup and keep it the way she wants it to be kept. Do you think that primers are very important? Yes. As Nikki Tutorials would say, to to not prime is a crime. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, it makes a huge difference when you are wearing foundation or even if you're wearing like a blush a blush product so do you think on the opposite end that setting spray is also very important yes oh so this is so much money so here's the thing primer i paid hannah paid four dollars i maybe paid i paid less than 10 so it shouldn't be that awful no and setting spray, you can make your own. Hannah and I both what? use our own setting spray that we have made with, uh, it has to be organic because you want, you don't want all those extra chemicals, but organic aloe vera, lavender, and water. 
And then you just have to make sure you have a good spray bottle. Um, Aloe vera, lavender, and water, like mm-hmm. essential oil lavender. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the send exact the, recipe the, with the, purport, or the yeah, proportions in it. That's an awesome tip. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so happy I learned that. Yeah. And so for someone... So I have a few, so I have that one, but then I also bought a setting spray, again, for like six bucks. So either way, it's either not going to be awful. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Good to know. Let's go to um, foundation and setting Yeah. your face. Yes. Because I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes. So foundation... Like, are you talking about, like... Yeah, I'll, I'll ask a the, better question. The question that was... Yeah, so yeah. one, how important is a full layer of foundation as a base? That's number two. Yep. Why is it important, or why isn't it that important? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I need a foundation, yep. but I don't think I know how to use it yet. Yeah. And I feel so awful when I put a whole... Cakey layer thing. on yeah especially in the summer especially in my university's like harsh lights in the winter yes I feel like they can see everything yes so I'll read you what I how I answered and then I'll read you what Hannah answered mm-hmm. because she's very uh, like she essentially said exactly what you did and then mm-hmm. she probably has a similar skin tone as me yeah she's right? very fair she yeah. just does not tan okay um so, as far as, like, obviously what you want your face to look like, that's a preference thing. So, you literally just said, like, your preferences oh, for yeah. your, for your, what you want to look like. Interesting. Um, and there's different foundations. Um, there's, like, matte foundation, um, which can easily look very cakey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very it's matte like imagine like a matte nail polish or a matte paint like that's yeah the foundation there's like no shine yeah less shine less shine yeah and then there's dewy foundations which can easily make you look sweaty interesting or shiny um if i I'm doing, if I'm putting foundation on, I will, I don't use a ton, and I use a cream foundation. I'll show it, I'll show it to you later. Cream foundation is not one of those two you just mentioned. Correct. I mean, it's. It's its own category? It's its own, it's just a different texture. So, like, you can have a creamed foundation that's matte. Mm. You can have a cream foundation that's dewy. You can have a liquid foundation that's matte, and you can have a liquid foundation. So many. So the the matte and the dewy is how it looks on your face. Okay. The creamy, the liquid, the powder, that's the substance that you put on your face. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Okay, cool. So I use... The cream foundation that I use is thick, so it's kind of considered, like, full coverage. Mm-hmm. But I use so little that it's not. Okay. Um, so I'll use it sparingly, and once it's blended out on my face, I use a setting powder 
Okay. Um, to kind of rein it in and tone it down. So you and prime, blend your foundation, and then set. Yes. Okay. And I'll set mostly, like, in wrinkly areas. So, like, under my chin or, like, where I smile uh-huh. and under my eyes um, and then my forehead. Just, like, right center of my forehead. I don't do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and that tones down the foundation, makes it look more natural, and then it also helps keep it there because it's a setting How powder. do you set specific areas of your face if it's a spray? You just... Don't... So I, I use both. I use a spray and the powder. If you use... I mean, you can oh, just... Oh, you can set with powder. Yeah. So they're setting powder. Gotcha. And they're setting spray. But you can use both. You can use just one. If you use a spray, just spray your whole face. Like, that doesn't right. make a huge difference. Um, but the... So, the setting powder and or spray, mm-hmm. Hannah and I both will use probably three times total in our whole getting ready look. Because mm-hmm. we'll use, we'll, once our, we prime and then we'll put our foundation on and blend it out. And then we'll put on a setting substance. To keep the foundation locked in place. Because mm. um, that's like the first thing that's going to sweat off. Um, and then... We'll, Is that why you put it in wrinkly areas? Because yeah. Because that's the first place to... Yeah, because you'll do it and then you'll see like the crinkle lines. Yeah. Um, you want it like if you blend out on your neck, you want to make sure you spray down there too because you're... Like, you'll sit like this, or, like, sit with your chin down sometimes, and so there'll just be a lot of skin movement down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do, like, our blush and highlight products and our contour, and then we'll usually do our eyes, like, just the eyeshadow, mm-hmm. and then we'll set again with spray, usually, because we don't want to put powder right. on our eyes. right. And then we'll finish off usually like with mascara and our lip color. And then we'll spray again. Just because we want it locked in place. That's the biggest thing is what setting. Wow. Yeah. It's a process. It sounds like it. It is. So how often do you wear foundation versus, versus just not. not? Yeah. Um, I... It depends. If I'm just going... Like, if we're just going out for funsies, like, we're going bowling or something, I won't wear foundation. Yeah. Um, it also just depends on how much time I have, because I like doing makeup. So if I have the time, I'll do it and just do a very natural look Mm -hmm. with foundation on. Mm -hmm. Um, but if I don't have time... It's fine. It's fine. So going to work, do you usually spend time on your makeup? Nope. I just, because I don't like getting up early. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Is Hannah different, do you think? Yeah, but she doesn't work in the early morning. She works Mm. 
If I worked at in the afternoons, I would be looking so good. Right. So, like, my shifts at Buffalo Wild Wings at 4 looked, I looked so good. Yeah. My shifts at 11, I, did, I didn't. Right. Because I didn't want to spend my morning doing that. Yeah, I feel that. So, um, it really, yeah, for me, it's how much time do I have sort of thing. Interesting. Yeah. What did Hannah say? Hannah said, what question was it? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, shoot. That's okay. I can look. Um, it was like one or two. Yeah, number two, I think. Yeah. Yep, number two. So, read the question so that, because Hannah's... How important is a full layer of foundation as a base? Why is it important or why isn't it important? Okay. So, Hannah kind of, from what I'm reading, she kind of answered as if she's, when she's doing her makeup, she's doing it all. Mm-hmm. So, she said, um, I always do my face after I do my eye makeup. Um, and I do too. So, when I said earlier. You two people do that. Yeah. So, when I said, when I said earlier, I like gave this like, I'm going to do this and then I'll set and I'm going to do this. Your eye makeup is done. My eye makeup is always done. That is the first thing I do. Why is that important? Because then if there is fallout and it gets on your face, it doesn't ruin your face makeup. God. Mm-hmm. That took me a long time to break that habit because I used to do face and then eyes. Yeah. And I'd always have to like very carefully clear, like clean up under my eyes. I always have to fix something under my eyes because it's I, such a simple switch too. Right, and that people don't realize. Yeah, so I make up first, just for the sake of not having to fix anything later. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hannah said I always do my face after my eyes, but I think an even base is really important, not only for looks but for application. Foundation is meant to even the skin tone. So if part of your face is red and part of it is not, it's going to look uneven. uneven. Um, and then that would just make a difference for, like, if you're just wearing blush and you sat out in the sun and the right side of your face is really red mm-hmm. and your left side isn't, then your blush will not look, like, it will look like you applied your blush weird because Mm -hmm. you have two different skin tones going on got it so that's complicated yeah we're we're getting into the territory of of like makeup practice right instead of just like what makeup in general yeah but you did so um what did i do no nothing you so you made a comment about like winter foundation versus yeah and then the lights and yeah things um hannah said i'm uh i'm a ghost so i normally have one shade that works for me year round Mm. i might have to adjust on a shade or two but normally it's all the same generally i use a heavier foundation in the winter and a lighter one in the summer so i don't just sweat it off um oh and so that might be like full coverage or thicker versus mm-hmm. light coverage and thinner. That's really kind of all that is. I 
don't do that. I just have one. So I'll have to play around with it a little bit. Yeah. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah. And figure out what you like and what you don't like. Okay, so let's let's move into the brushes then. Yes. Cause, so I need, I'm trying to visualize it as I would be doing my foundation. Yeah. But I can't because I don't know what I'm holding. <laughs> <laughs> what so, type of foundation do you use? Like, is it a liquid when it comes out of the bottle? It has been, but it might not be in the future. Okay. <laughs> but so far it has been. And I am also someone who I don't really understand foundation. And I've been yeah. spot foundation. Mm. Like, if I have a red spot, yeah. I will put it right there, and then I just use a squishy thing. Use a sponge. I use a sponge. Okay, cool. So, that's what I, That's definitely a preference thing. Hannah uses a sponge to apply foundation. She also uses a liquid foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use a brush. Do you use a liquid foundation? I do not. I use a cream. So wait, cream it, is not a liquid. No, like mine's literally like almost like a lipstick. Oh, thank you for that image. That yes. helps. Yes. And so I so I've tried using a sponge with mine and Hannah's tried using a brush with hers and it really is just a preference thing. Um I have heard incredible things about sponges Mm -hmm. hannah has one that she just like lives and breathes by that she found on amazon for Mm -hmm. like six bucks or seven bucks or something um and i have been using the same brush for probably like two or three years because what does it look like it's called a stippling brush so it's um it's got bristles that are maybe an inch and a half long and they're very um they're they're not they're not super stiff but there's not a ton of give to them okay and um I mean if you go to the store it will be called like a stippling brush and that is my go-to how I apply foundation brush. Wow. Hannah is a sponge, sponger. Interesting. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's very much a preference thing, I think. Okay. So, on other areas of your face, do you care about the brush that you're using? Like, my forehead versus my chin? Like, your eyes. So because they have like this brush, this brush, this I'm pointing to parts of my eye. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very specific. When you're are you talking about like when you're applying eyeshadow? Yeah. Yes. You care? So, I care. Okay. <laughs> um I have a million brushes and I a lot of them are the same. Uh-huh. Um and that's more because like I don't want to clean them, so I'll just pull out the same exact brush, but it's a clean one. Yeah. Um but I Yes, that makes a difference. There's brushes specifically for blending out eyeshadows and the 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 give and the fullness of the brush is different than just like a brush you would use to apply eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. Um there's flatter brushes to apply like 
like if you want a shimmer it's easier to apply shimmers with a flatter brush um and I'm saying this because it's easier you can essentially do your whole eye with one brush but using different brushes just makes things easier and you'll play around to find what you like so I have a I have a tapered brush so it's thicker and then it gets thinner at the top and I use that for like right where my eyeball meets my brow bone mm. and I'll use it to kind of like make a, a crescent shaped almost um I use a rounder brush more for like my inner corner area of my eye so like it really it, it's a definitely a preference thing but it also is like what's easier for you mm -hmm. I do think blending brushes are like use them for blending because they will work mm -hmm. for blending shadows so you don't have like dramatic color colors yeah okay yeah it's a good answer thank you um we are, we're really moving through these questions well. Yeah. I was actually going to say that. Um, so, any tips on finding complementary colors for my skin tone? Number three. Number three. And I was even thinking about this question while you were talking about your eyes, because you have bigger eyes than I do. Yes. I have small eyes. I don't. But I think it's in your, I think it's almost an advantage for you. Because you can do more. I have a bigger canvas to work with. Yeah. When I was getting my wedding makeup, my my makeup artist was like, you have the cutest, smallest little eyes. And I was <laughs> like, what does that mean? But I feel like I can't do a ton on my eyes. Mm -hmm. And it almost, when I do do a lot on my eyes, it looks unbalanced because it's this small percentage of my face. Right. So I don't do bright colors on my eyes or anything mm -hmm. like that. And I often stay away from eye makeup because mm -hmm. it just, it's, it's so unproportional. Yeah. In my mind. But I also don't do lip stuff either. Right. But I would love to do like naturals or like soft colors, but I just don't know what colors work well for me. Yeah. So I have learned, so for the longest time, I literally just did neutral colors. Yeah. And browns, maybe some dark greens, um, very dark, like very dark reds mm -hmm. um and minimal at that and um then I just I the more I played around the more and the more confident I became in my makeup skills the brighter the colors I used mm -hmm. um because it was that like oh these bright colors are not working for me Mm -hmm. But I wasn't applying them in a way that complemented mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Now I know how to do that. And so I can use bolder colors. Um, I'm just, I, those, in those instances, I'll probably just like do it for funsies and not go out. Mm -hmm. um, so when you sometimes. buy a palette, mm -hmm. what colors do you look for? Or, um like honestly it depends 
it depends. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, I, again, like I was looking for neutral colors. And then I bought a few palettes that are just like rainbow colors like crazy. Mm-hmm. And just to have them mm-hmm. if I wanted them. And then I was like, oh, I don't have any of this color. I think it was like purple. And I was like, I don't have any purple. So I bought like a palette with more purples in it. And um, just for, honestly, like just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as colors that complement you, honestly, anything, I kind of learned that anything, any color can it's just a matter of learning how to apply it and how to shade it so it does work for you. Mm-hmm. And that took a lot of practice for me. Like, I'm still practicing that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but for just, like, everyday looks, I mean, you can't go wrong with just, like, neutral yeah. colors. But you can still have fun with those neutral colors. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. I think that was all of the mass questions. We covered setting makeup. Yep. Yay! We talked about your makeup discovery journey. Yes. Oh, do you, this is just almost opinion. Uh-huh. Is it okay? Or how do you go about wearing lipstick to work? I... I'm currently unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, you can wear lipstick whenever you want. I I guess I'm not really seeing anyone either. Right. But I've definitely learned... It's like, do whatever you want. And Mm -hmm. that kind of just comes from my own personality. Mm -hmm. Um, You can rock any look... Yeah. And it and that's awesome. And I think that there is I think there is like a stigma almost around makeup wearers and yeah. like, oh that's just so much. Right. But if it makes them feel good. I feel like the the thing that gets me is that when I wear a lot of makeup or what I deem a lot of makeup, which is mm-hmm. like isn't a lot in the long run. It feels so random mm-hmm. because I don't do it every day mm-hmm. that I feel more self-conscious than not. Yeah, I definitely get that. And I think for me, at least at like Buffalo Wild Wings, um, like I work with someone who's actually Instagram famous for her makeup. Oh my gosh, exciting. Yeah, so she has thousands of followers. Um and so she'll show up at work with like art on her face like wow she'll do themes like one week she did like um like superhero themes so she had like captain america's shield painted on her face and then like it she looks and she kills it it looks so good um so i was like i was kind of intimidated by that but then um i just slowly started like 
one day it was just like highlighter and mascara mm-hmm. and then it the next time I had like a very thin layer of foundation on and a very neutral eye color mm-hmm. and I just kind of progressed more and more mm-hmm. and then by the end when it was like full face there there was nothing to it I think that's where I'm at where I'm making small changes and it feels like a lot to me but mm-hmm. it's it's just like I'm trying to learn yeah and so well, now we're stopped. I feel like I was on a good path where yeah. I was doing more and caring more, but now I feel like I'm back to, like, I don't wear makeup at all. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, I've said this before, like, I've done my makeup more during quarantine and just sat around the house in my sweatpants than I have. That is so crazy to me. Ever done makeup. So how do you, what is your process for removing makeup? Or what tools do you like or products? Ooh, good question. Very yeah. important question, too. <laughs> Very important question. I'm too. so bad at it. You um, used to be bad at it. You would sleep in your eyeliner for in, like three days. Yeah, yeah, which is terrible. It's probably why I can't see anything. Probably. Not physical. Like I can see. No, you were blind before. I, yeah, I've been blind since like fourth grade. Yeah. Um. So I use, and I'll talk about cleaning brushes too, because uh-huh. oh my gosh, that is so important. Um, I use Meisler water. Am I? I thought that was a marketing ploy. It works it not? wonders. And I use a towel that I actually got on Amazon for. Oh my god, I can't remember. But it's a makeup remover towel, and those two combined work wonders. Or just like microfiber. If you have a really nice microfiber cloth, that you can use that with the micellar water as well. Mm-hmm. And it it does the same thing, um, for the for the most part. I do the Meisler water I use for everything except my eyes, um, because I was getting like the corners, the outer corner of my eyes were getting the skin there was getting really torn up, mm-hmm. um, and it was just getting irritated, and I don't know if that was because like I was wiping away too hard or if it was a reaction, but I just stopped using micellar water on my eyes mm-hmm. and I just moved to like Neutrogena wipes mm-hmm. um, and I use those for my eyes um, that sounds easy yeah super easy and after I do that the eyes I really work on and am careful with because that is so close to like the inside of your body, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, like, I really work that area with the wipes while also being aware of, like, how I could be irritating my skin there. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I use the Meisler water, I, that's when I wash my face. Mm. So I usually, like... I'll shower, then I'll remove my makeup, and then I will use my face products so that my skin has three different, the makeup on my skin has three different things coming at it, and I can really clean it out. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it is a process, but, like, it's at my, it's at night, and I'm just going to bed, and it's, 
my routine now. And probably feels better afterwards. And yeah, oh my gosh, like you feel so refreshed. Your skin is just like, thank you for cleaning me. Right. You just, yeah. Do you use a a moisturizer when you're done? I use it through Kylie Skin product. Oh, Mm -hmm. of course. I do. I bought like her entire set. But the three that I listed are the best at like cleaning your skin. How did you know that it would be so good? Or did you just trust? I, I well, because I had that Ulta card, so I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. gonna That's worry about my money. Check. Funny. Okay. Thank you to whoever gave that me that Ulta card. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. Okay. Talk about cleaning your brushes, then. Yes. So, I 100 percent. Hannah can vouch for this, and I can vouch for Hannah because she doesn't do it either as enough as we should. Yeah, but isn't the amount that you should something? It's, I don't even know what it is. It's probably, like, really frequently. Yeah, like, every other day. Like, if yeah. you use your makeup brushes every other day, or yeah. every day, wash them every other day or something. Oh. It's probably something like that. Hannah and I hate it so much. We, like, some of the videos we've sent to each other, like, we're putting on, like, we grab a brush, and we're like, I'm going to use this brush, and the bristles are, like, bright pink, and we dip it into, like, a green. <laughs> and so, like, it's, we're so bad at it. Um... Because it's such a process. Because she and I, <laughs> instead of cleaning our brushes, we just bought more. Yeah. But then when all of them are dirty, then it's just like this extra long process. Right. So we've, this is something we've spent money on and, and like tried to figure out. So I, for the longest time, and I still use it. I have a soap that I bought specifically for makeup brushes at Target, mm-hmm. um, and then, like, this little, like, rubber thing that just, like, slides on your hand, and then there's different ridges in it for different sized brushes, mm-hmm. so there's really big ones for your fat brushes, and there's really teeny ones for the small ones. Put soap and warm water, and you just scrub them clean, and that took a long time to do, and then Hannah bless her soul, spent the money on a product that I'm going to look up really quickly because I also ordered it and it cuts the time in half. And then the brushes smell good afterwards and they're so clean. Is it a machine? And they're not stained. No, it's a a liquid. It kind of smells like nail polish remover, but it's not as harsh Mm -hmm. as that. It is called cinema like the movies cinema secrets pro makeup brush cleaner how did she know that it was so awesome i have no idea um that one is expensive it was we she we both paid she i don't know she told me she paid less than 15 dollars and i had to pay 25 so i don't know is it a like a bottle of liquid yes and it comes in a little canister or it comes with a canister excuse me that fits almost all of my brushes like i have a really fat one that i use just to like if like the blush is too intense i'll like use this to just lighten it yeah or brush some of it off um, but it fit, fits almost all my brushes and you fill it up and you don't even need to fill it. You fill it up all the way, but then when you put the brush in, you only need to cover like 
the teeniest bit of the brush. Uh-huh. And then and you just, like, dip it in for two seconds, take it out, and just hold it upside down for two seconds, and then brush it on. We use just, like, an old rag cause it, just because of the texture and the roughness of it. And we just brushed it off, and it was clean. What? Yeah. Like, it works wonders. There was. How does it work if you just put it in a little bit? Well, because then you you tip the brush upside down and the liquids get into the oh my gosh. fibers and then break down the makeup and then and then you brush it off. It worked with like I have a concealer brush that I use um to just clean up like around my eyes and it's mm-hmm. like a thick liquid that has hardened on to my brush mm-hmm. and it's clean the bristles are clean like the brush it's the handle's still dirty but like that sounds so satisfying it's great and it smells so good like hannah i was making fun of her because she sent me a makeup video the day after she had cleaned her brushes they dry so fast too <laughs> sorry i just heard normally like when i clean my brushes i'd have to wait a day with like all my brushes in front of a fan uh-huh like, an hour later, they were dry. That sounds like one product that you would invest in. I guess so. I don't wash my brushes that often, oh. so I forgot about it. But... I just feel like I should. I don't I don't even... I don't do it. I don't yeah. clean my brushes at all, because I just buy new ones, like you said. Yeah. But I feel like it's something that if I'm committing to this community, I need yeah. to wash them. Definitely do that, for sure. Because it also, you'll realize, oh, wow, this color of eyeshadow is actually supposed to look like this. Oh, wow. Like, it's changed. Our dirty brushes have, like, changed some of our eyeshadows when we put them on. But the first time Hannah used her brushes after she cleaned them with this product, she kept, like, pulling it out and then smelling it because it smelled so good. I was like... I just kind of made fun of her for it, Uh and then I did it, and unconsciously, I just, like, or subconsciously, I would, like, grab a new brush, and then I just... Smell it. Smell it, just, like, bring it by my nose, and then dip it in the powder or whatever, and every single brush, and Hannah was just made fun of me then, because I made fun of her, but... It's just, this whole, all of this makes me want to buy a lot of makeup, Mm -hmm. but I'm also, like, Nikki, just wait, because you don't know if you're going to be seeing people... You know? Because right. to me, that's when I would put makeup on, is to yeah. see other people. Yeah. But I'm also, I've been not wearing makeup for so long in this quarantine that I feel like if I go back to work tomorrow, I wouldn't wear a lot of makeup because I haven't been. Yeah. And I'm feeling very I, tan, so I feel like right. I don't need to. I definitely have used this time of quarantine and everything being shut down to learn like, I have, mm. I think I mentioned this last week. I don't know if it was on the podcast or or just, like, our separate conversation. But I have photos that I just have, like, taken after every single look that I've done from middle of March up until maybe, like, a month ago since it's been so nice. I haven't. Mm. I just, I've just been outside, so I haven't done anything. And it's crazy how much I've improved. Aww, and just like so fun. blending and being able to make designs yeah. and do fun looks for myself and then just wipe it off wow and be done and so what look do you want this is kind of random but what look do you want on your wedding day have great you thought about question that? i have no idea i oh love the gosh. makeup that i had for your wedding 
Which I, is, yeah, you looked great. I looked so Everyone looked Everyone really looked good. Everyone so good. I know. Carrie and Kelly. Oh, my god! Amazing. I'm fingers crossed. Like, I reached out to them, and... You're just like, hey, heads up? Yeah. So, they were, for sure, doing the makeup this... On Saturday. Yeah. Um... But next year is still up in the air because one of them is... Yeah, they're all going to be graduated. Right. So we'll see. Uh, um, but... But who knows? We yeah. don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we got a year. We have a year. But they were really great how they did it. And what yes. I loved about it was that they were... I mean, the way that Carrie does her makeup... Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did not consent to me saying this. <laughs> oh, but, Yes. The way that she said the, that she does her makeup is more like I, how you would do your makeup. Mm-hmm. It's not how I would do my makeup, but yeah. I know that she's, it, she loves it and she's good at it. Yeah. And what I loved about it is that she was able to do makeup for you mm-hmm. and me mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law and Katie, my cousin, and my sister. Yeah. And all of us have very varying levels of commit, commitment to makeup. Yes. And she, she and her, I mean, her partner... They did their everyone's makeup so well. Yeah, for that person, very naturally, never meeting them before. Yeah, knowing because like there's all sorts of videos and tips and tricks, and this mm-hmm. is something I just I don't know. I'm not this knowledgeable about makeup mm-hmm. because I've only done it on myself. But there's tips and tricks to like if you if your face is shaped like this, like putting your blush here will really accentuate mm. this. And doing your contour here will really accentuate this. And so... It's like a whole other skill set in learning. Because we, we're getting used to our face. Right. Because that's all we have to care about. Yes. So it's a whole other ballgame to be caring about other people's faces to make them look the best. That's so... You're, that's a, that is impressive. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like, I did, this is really funny. I asked Mike one time, my fiance, I was like, hey, can I do your makeup? This was actually, like, maybe three weeks ago. Did he say yes? He said, yeah. And it was so challenging. I bet. I only had half a face because he has such a full beard right now. Yeah. And I only had half a face and I struggled. Yeah. And he is also a boy. Yes. It's a blank Who doesn't canvas. take care of his face. No offense to him, but he just, like, goes in the Retweet, showers yeah. and uses the bar of soap for his armpits and his face, whatever. Oh, my gosh. But um, he, the hardest part for me was the eyes because, like you said, my eyes are so, like, yeah. my eyes are huge. My, this face that they take up is much bigger than mm-hmm. a lot of people, and Mike's was not my size are not big and so I was like mm. I can't figure this out oh so fascinating so yeah it that was like my first time that was my first time ever doing makeup on someone else and then experiencing like oh my gosh like you have to take an account just like wrinkle placement I couldn't mm. figure out how to like navigate the the crinkles like on the like corner of Mike's eyes you're was, so right it was so it was a very interesting experience. I'm very impressed that he let you do that. Thank you. That's very open of him. Yeah, it was. He didn't get all the makeup off, and the next day someone was like, are you wearing eyeliner? <laughs> you put eyeliner in it? He, it was a mess. Yeah, I did, but not very well, because he kept, like, 
mm-hmm. flinching and his eye was like squinking, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, this is what I think, true or false. Okay. I don't like eyeliner or use it because I have such small eyes that it makes my eyes look smaller. True or false? I never false. wear Ooh, oh, tell me why. Wait. Well, true, you don't. False. Well, yes. You. That thinking can, is false. That thinking is false. Okay. You can. I've come gotten to a point. I mean, depending on the look, where I do just the slight, like it's the teeniest line mm-hmm. of eyeliner, to make my eyes pop more. Interesting. Um, like, I mean, there's some days where it's, like, super thick, and I've got a wing, and life is good. hmm But there's other days where I will literally, like, just, like, color my waterline, my upper waterline. That's hard. Um, it's very hard. I have different eyeliners for different looks in that regard. Mm. Um, Hannah, for the, I don't know if it was eyeliner or not. But, like, just hated having things near her eye. And now she does, just, like, she does these incredible wings. And she has, it just takes practice. I think that's all I can say. And learning, ooh, I don't like the way this looked. What if I changed it? Mm -hmm. Changed the shape. Or brought it down here instead of angling it this way or whatever. The one thing I'm taking away from today is that what I've been doing and how I've been practicing is all so that I can go out and see people that day. Mm-hmm. I only put makeup on to leave the house. Mm-hmm. But what you have been kind of saying is that your best practices have been for you. Mm-hmm. And so if you mess up, it's fine. Yes. Whereas I'm like, if I mess up, I have to live with it for the day. So I don't take yeah. risks. And I, my time at home, yeah, exactly. My time at home has been my best thing. And having Hannah be able to watch it with me and be like, okay, hey, try this instead. Maybe this will help. Uh-huh. Like, there's been times where she and I both have, like, gotten halfway through a look and been like, this is, this sucks. This is terrible. And we just wiped it off and we're like, I'm done for the day. I yeah. don't, don't want to do it. There's also been times where the entire videos, because we'll send, like, seven to ten minute videos at a time mm-hmm. we've been like this is terrible but like we're putting on eyeshadow and just like this is so bad what are we doing and then at the end with the final product we're like oh mm-hmm. i look good mm-hmm. so it it's it's hard in the up until you're you finally put on that final spray of setting spray mm-hmm. to say this will turn out good because like hannah and i will be like this is so bad I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's finished. And we're like, oh, no, this is... Wow. We're good. This looks really good. Okay. So, practice here. Send videos to me. I'm all about it. Okay. Marco Polo. Identify a friend in your life who you can yeah. send things to. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. That was very helpful. Good. I'm a, I think so. I'm glad. I wanted it to be informative and not just be like, here's what I do. Because I think that you it's different. You accomplished everyone. that. Thank you. Especially having Hannah's perspective too mm-hmm. was helpful. 
Um, and I think I'm taking everything with a grain of salt because we are so different. Yeah. And you did very well in recognizing that. Yeah. So. Cool. Okay, cool. Thanks. Let's go into big fan stuff. Absolutely. Okay. What are, do you want, do you have, did you think about it? I did, actually. That's hilarious. Um, I think I'll go first because you've been talking a little bit. I'll give your voice a break. Thanks. I am currently, and I didn't even think about this. <laughs> I am a big fan right now of running. Ooh, good one. No, right? So I'm not a runner, but I'm an avid exerciser. Yeah. Just because of my body type, I know when I feel good about my body, and it's mm-hmm. usually after I work out. Not even, like, on a phys- like how a visual level. It's just, like, feeling. Yeah. I, I feel better when I work out. And so my typical exercise is cardio, but good specifically cardio on, like, a treadmill. Yeah. So when all the gyms closed, I was, like, super what am I gonna distraught. What Yeah, and so I have taken to the streets and I run every day and I love it wow I know it's like crazy for me good for you I listen to podcasts while I do it so that might be why running is the one thing I cannot I know I will get cardio in like let's go on a bike ride let's just play constant not into that tennis or something like but you like to strength train I do yeah like we're so we're different in that we're very different like, I will... You have to force me to strength train. Ugh. I would literally, like, when Mike and I went to the gym, it would be like, okay, we gotta start with cardio. And I'm like, no, let's just go right to the weights. Oh. And like, no, we're not doing that. That is so opposite of me. Ugh, I hate, I hate cardio. I, do, I love cardio because it's usually something that I can mindlessly do, so it's mm-hmm. almost like therapy. Mm-hmm. But that's and and I think because it's not so visual, like I feel like if my goal was to lose weight and get toned, then mm-hmm. I would have to prioritize strength training. Yeah. But that's not my goal. And so if I'm going off a of feeling, I just like the feeling of exertion. I don't know why. That's good. See, and I find that in strength training. Yeah. Or like endurance training. Which I suppose yeah. is cardio, but it's just it's running specifically. Then I'm like, no, thank you. Give me the bike ride for the cardio. I know. And I used to be just like that. But I'm not now. I don't know what happened. To each their own. To each their own. And, you know, thanks, quarantine, because I would have never. Right. Before this. That's so strange. That's my, that's what I'm a big fan of right now. Good. What about you? Um, right now, I am a big fan of (laughs) our little family night watching Game of Thrones. Oh, fun. Specifically, I think I'll say Game of Thrones. Okay. And I'm saying that because for the longest time, I was like, everyone likes it. I'm not going to watch it. Mm -hmm. That has been my attitude about many things. Yeah, me too. You didn't... What was something that you said that to? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. You would not watch the Hunger Games? No, I I haven't. I haven't watched them. I haven't. You haven't still? No. No. And now I just, like, don't have an interest. Yeah. It's less of... A defiant thing yeah and more just like I don't care <laughs> so funny but for the longest time I was like everyone's in a game of thrones I don't get it um and then my friend Anthony Mike's friend Anthony he was like like years ago like four years ago he was like have you ever seen game of thrones and I was like nope he was like do you want to and I was like 
Not really, but if you're saying it's as good as it is, like... I'll try it. I'll try it. And he owns all the seasons. So at this point, not all of the seasons were released yet. But he... Like, they're his baby. And he was like, the only place you can watch them is with me. I can bring them over to your place or you can come over and bring them, oh watch gosh. them with me. But I am will not... not loan them I will not loan them. And I was like... Fair enough. I am very stingy about my movie collection as well. I get right. it. Um, and I have probably seen the first three episodes of Game of Thrones four or five times. Mm-hmm. Three or four times. So I'll you've say tried that. before. Yeah. And it was always because I would go over, we'd watch three episodes, I'd fall asleep, mm-hmm. and then we i'd leave and then like a week later i'd be like i can't remember anything let's start on the second episode and then i fall asleep and so like it was just this struggle and then now he lives with us and now it's all right we're together we're starting at 8 p.m none of us are in college none of us are doing (laughs) anything here we go and it's so good we're on season three wow how many seasons are there eight oh my god i think and they're all an hour long. Um, apparently near the end of the series, there there's less episodes per season, but they're longer, like two-hour episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we... Last night, we only watched one episode, but we will watch two or three. Wow. And if we start early enough, we'll start... We'll watch four. So you only watch with everyone. Yeah. So it's me, Mike, Anthony, and Mike's cousin, Matt, who also lives with us. Wow. So... Do you think I've thought Jigon used to love Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, um, but that was before you ever met each other. Mm-hmm. So he'll like talk about it in passing, and I've heard things about it where I'm like, I feel like that's just like not my type of thing. Yeah, it's very. Do you think I would like it? I don't know. So here's the thing: like, it's very sexualized, and there's a lot of like. That's what just I've heard. Sexual about it. things. But there's, that's not the storyline, and they mm-hmm. do a very good job of having a storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason I didn't watch it, because I was like, I don't want to watch this if there's not a storyline to mm-hmm. it. Kind of like Handmaid's Tale. I tried watching it, and I'm like, this is just like trauma-y, porny. There's no mm-hmm. storyline to mm-hmm. it. The concept is great. Yeah. Love it. But you're not going anywhere with it. Yeah. That's how that's... And so that was kind of my... I... Like, my perception of Game of Thrones. But there is an incredible storyline. Some of the characters... Like, the female characters. Some of them are so badass. They're so cool. And I love them so much. And there are... There's there's just strong female characters. Mm -hmm. And... um. As, I don't know if... I would like it. I don't know. Like, What's the gist of the... And I know it's like... They're so, dueling kingdoms. Yeah, so there is... Is that the gist of it? Yeah, so a king... The king of... Essentially, think of it as... Like if... In comparison to the United States... Um, but on, like on a smaller scale, like there's seven kingdoms, I think. Mm-hmm. I might be making that up. That's okay. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The king who lives in Washington, D.C. 
Okay. He dies. Uh-huh. And you people learn that he, everyone thought the heir to the throne was his son. Turns out it his son's not his son. Um, Illegitimate? It's, no, like, his wife um, created this boy, her son, with her brother. So it's incestual. Oh, man. So this kid, he's like 15 when his father dies, takes the throne, and all these rumors that aren't actually rumors are, are, hey, he's not heir to the throne. He's not even the king's son. Mm -hmm. So then the king's brothers are like, well, I'm heir to the throne, and they're dueling Mm -hmm. or fighting for the throne. But then, like... The people of the Northwest are like, no, my father, the king who died is only king because he won the war last, whatever, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 10 years ago. And they're like, we're heir to the throne. Oh my gosh, everyone's heir to the throne. Yeah, so like, it's this... Game of Thrones. It's a ga- Game of oh Thrones. Oh my gosh, it is! Yeah, so then the people of the North are like, okay, my father fought alongside the king, and we've been taking care of this land. We should have some say in this. And there's wars, and then there's like a wall separating the north from like beyond the north and those people are like y'all invaded our lands we're angry and i that's just kind of as far as we got with those guys i don't really know where that's gonna go where that's going (laughs) (laughs) maybe next time yeah i'll give you an update (laughs) but yeah big fan game of thrones Mm. i think if you can the first season was really sexualized and i was like like, is this it? Mm-hmm. And then it, like... Took off. Decreased, like, the sexualness just decreased a ton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to just keep going. Season two, season two, season three. Okay. Fun. Keep like, plugging away. So, like... Wow. Yeah, I think I think you would like it season one as far as just, like... Yeah, I mean, at this point, I know what I'm getting into if I would were to start it. Right. I, that's exactly what I've heard about it. Yeah. So... so I, I love it. I think it's great. Um, it's very intense. And the female characters are so cool. Uh, I, I miss... I don't have a show that I have that intense feelings for. And I haven't in a while. Yeah. I kind of need something. And it's fun. Yeah. It's fun because no one... It's not a big hype thing right now. Yeah. It's over and it's done. And I love experiencing it for the first time now that everyone else has and right everyone else i'm watching it with have have they've all seen it and so like something will happen and they'll all look at me have you heard about have you heard things when you weren't a fan mm. that you are remembering now that you are into it and i heard that the about. series finale sucks that's what i was gonna say but I, I didn't want to ruin it if you yeah, hadn't heard it. I knew... So, going in, one of the first things was, like, I knew one of the main characters died. Okay. Like, right away in season... Or, not right away in season one, but they die in season one. Mm-hmm. And 
it happened and like I knew it was happening and then it happened and immediately like I just like took this gasp and Anthony looked at me and he's like do you want to keep going and it was like it was it was in our basement it was pitch black and I just kind of nodded and he goes Lizzie and I go oh no yeah (laughs) yeah like I've cried in front of all of them before right. watching other movies, but I was not sobbing, but wow, I couldn't, like, get a hold of myself, even though I knew this was coming. Yeah. So. So I guess even if. Even if you have heard things. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you. You haven't heard enough mm-hmm. to, for even it to, to make a dent. That's so true, because you don't have the context. Yeah. So. I had no idea why this guy died, and then when he died, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so. Okay, well, we'll keep up with that. Yeah. I'll we'll keep, keep up to date. in the loop. And then they had a couple, ugh. Oh, I miss that. I know. I love love. I say that when I'm downstairs with them and no one reacts. I would react. Thank you. Because that was us. That was school. us. We were like, ugh, I love love. Yeah. Okay, so. what a good place to end. Yeah. We love love. We love love. <laughs> I love that. All about love. We don't know what what next podcast will be about yet. We no. have ideas. Correct. It might, it will probably be with Lizzie. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where we're headed. But who knows? Maybe I'll slip something in with Joan or with my sister because those are my other two. Perfect. Who are okay <laughs> being recorded. Um, we'll just leave it up to the surprise. That sounds wonderful. All right, well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Sticking around. Can I say, I'm going to say thank you too because I feel like I'm. Yeah, go a part of this. Thank you for listening. Oh, <laughs> that's all you wanted to say? Yeah, I had nothing else. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a speech or something. Oh, no. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.